Welcome to Greener with Christina. I'm your host, Christina Franks, and I'm really glad you're here. Today's episode four of season one, and it's called My Journey from Flat Out Broke to Frugal Living. In today's show, I'm sharing my personal financial journey from a broke, credit card-laden college student to a more thoughtful, frugal professional in their 40s. I hope that my story inspires you to realize that no matter how bleak your financial outlook is right now, there is always hope to change it for the better. Just a quick reminder, or a heads up if this is the first time you're tuning in, there's a segment at the end of this episode episode called Greener Than I Thought, and it features three green things that I did this last week that you might also like to try. Also, in the future, I'd love to share your best green tips. So if you want to let me know what your green successes are, I would love to hear about them and they may be included in a future segment. And now, on with the show. Think back for a moment to your 20s, or maybe you're there now. Think about some of the absolute worst money decisions you ever made. Was it a spur-of-the-moment trip to Paris? A round-the-world cruise? A second home? For most of us, the answers to these questions is no. It's usually something much more mundane and run-of-the-mill. Personally, I spent a lot of money on wants that felt like needs. Growing up, I was never a saver. My father actually used to tease me that money burned holes in my pockets because I just couldn't seem to spend it fast enough. I couldn't see the point of saving for a rainy day when there was so much fun to be had while the sun was shining. In 1996, something happened that would forever change my outlook on money and independence. I wish that it was something good, but it wasn't. I was approved for my very first credit card. This was my freshman year of college, and some of my worst money decisions followed in the path of getting that first credit card. While I did use it for some necessities like cornflakes and peanut butter and jelly at the grocery store and gas for my old beater car, I also charged plane tickets home to visit my family, beauty products, car repairs for that beater car that was always breaking down, a gym membership, and clothes. Lots and lots of clothes. Over time, I accrued more credit cards, but I was responsible. I took turns charging on each one of them. If one got rejected at the store, I'd just whip out another one. By the time I was a sophomore in college, I was no longer opening the bills for my charge cards. Why bother? I could barely make my rent payment, not to say anything about paying for extra things like credit cards. Groceries were always charged on one card or another, and I did need gas to get to one of my two part-time jobs or to the college campus. Fast forward a few years, and I was living back home in New England. I took a full-time job that paid for my college coursework, so I was at least able to alleviate that strain. Still, my finances were a disaster. My roommate and I played chicken answering the phone because we were both getting so many calls from creditors. It was an awful feeling. I felt trapped, I felt hounded, and I felt completely hopeless financially. 
Even though I was making more money than I ever had before, it was the first time I'd worked full-time other than summer jobs while I was in school, I also had expenses that I'd never had before. I worked about an hour from my apartment, so I needed more gas money, professional-looking clothes, and the occasional cup of coffee or cake donation for the office. I shared the apartment with a friend, but when she lost her job, I moved into a studio with electric heat that was not included in the rent and, as you know, can be quite pricey, and that apartment was even further away from my job. And I also liked having fun. Going out to dinner and for drinks and dancing with my friends would have been an essential line item in my budget, if I had had a budget. It was in 1998 that I finally realized I had to do something about my finances. The calls were getting ridiculous. Plus, I knew better deep down inside than to play the games that I was playing with both the creditors and my future in general. I hated the quicksand trap that I was in. And finally, with the encouragement of my then boyfriend, who's now my husband, decided to make some changes. He was a saver by nature, something that I'm still envious about. Unfortunately, my first cry for help ended me up in even worse trouble. I know that there are legitimate debt debt consolidation agencies out there which want to help people. The one I chose, however, wasn't one of those. After months of paying their fees and believing their promises that they were paying my credit card bills each month, I came to realize two things. Number one, they weren't paying my bills on time. And number two, I was racking up more late charges because of it. Eventually, I did make my way to Consumer Credit Counseling Services. If you are looking for help with your finances, I highly recommend this nonprofit organization. It has many offices throughout the US and I believe most of most if not all of their services are free. The kind counselor I met with there looked through my bills, he looked at my income, my pay stubs, and all my paperwork with the supposed debt consolidation company and he offered me something I hadn't managed to find before hope. At the time I met with the counselor, I was about uh, more than $5,000 in debt just for my credit cards. I knew that even with a full-time salary, it wasn't going, I wasn't going to be able to make a dent in continuing to live the way that I had been. But how to change? Within a couple of years, I'd be finished my college degree. Yay! But then the bills that had been deferred for that were going to be coming due. I knew something else though. Yes, there were a ton of hurdles before me, but there was also the thing that I wanted most, freedom. Freedom is one of my deepest values. And that belief that breaking free of all the debt and letting go of that stress and overwhelm, it really helped to spur me on, even when times got really hard. One thing that I've learned about change is that it is hard. It's supposed to be. And it's also a lot slower coming than I'd like. At least the results are. Give me a good makeover show any day where a room or a house is transformed and the space looks gorgeous within 30 minutes and I'm as happy as a clam. Real change though, 
lasting change sometimes comes so slowly that you can't even recognize it until months or even years later. Throughout my 30s, I kept making some positive changes. I bumped up my 401k when I had an employer, and when I became self-employed, I'd already learned a lot by being frugal. Instead of seeing frugality and simpler living as a form of denial and punishment, it became a way to freedom. I read all kinds of books. One that sticks out in my mind is Your Money or Your Life by Joe Dominguez and Vicki Robin. It was life-changing and I highly recommend that you read it. When our son was small and my freelance income was too, my husband and I signed up for Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. We followed the steps, mostly in order, and were able to save up a solid emergency fund while I was working just part-time hours. We made extra payments on my car and were then able to pay it off with a small inheritance we got from my grandparents' estate. And now, for the most part, I love living frugally. Yes, it is hard to sometimes say no to things that I'd love to do, especially things like traveling overseas, but I know that I'm not saying no forever, just not right now. I'm a thrift shopper now, and I would guess that at least 90% of my wardrobe comes from secondhand shops. We have a monthly budget, and while I'm far from perfect about keeping it down to the penny, It does do a good job of telling us where we're overspending, like on groceries, or not spending enough, like on savings. This show is being recorded in April of 2020, and everyone is now in the thick of the COVID-19 crisis here in New England. There is so much fear and uncertainty, not just in our state, but around the country and the world. And while we probably don't have enough toilet paper in the house, I'm so grateful that we do have money in the bank set aside for those rainy days, even though I hated saving for it. And I'm grateful that we have some food in the cupboards and the ability to help others who maybe aren't as well off right now. I hope that sharing my story has given you a bit of hope. Even if you feel completely overwhelmed, even if you're sure you'll never dig yourself out of the credit card debt or get your head above water again after losing a job or something big, please know that you can and you will. I can honestly say because I've been there that there is hope and that you're not alone. Please reach out to the Consumer Credit Counseling Services or the team over at Dave Ramsey or any other legitimately helpful organization that focuses on helping people like you and me get back on track and find our financial footing again. I promise it will be the best call that you ever made. And now for that fun part of the show, Greener Than I Thought. Sometimes when you're trying to make positive changes, it can feel like nothing much is happening. But in my opinion, we need to celebrate every success, even a small one. Doing so motivates us and keeps us from forgetting that we are making progress on our journey. As always, I'm sharing tips to help you make some green, save some green, and eat more greens. Tip number one, making green. 
So I've been talking with you recently on previous episodes about my resale flops on both eBay and Craigslist lately. Honestly, I think there might be just too much fear over selling secondhand right now, or maybe people are just so caught up that they aren't in the right headspace to buy. I did manage to sell a small set of Harry Potter figures for my son this week, so he'll be happy to get that $4. (laughs) And I'm also trying out Poshmark and seeing if I can sell any of the vintage clothes that I've been storing for this purpose. Number two is Saving Green. Again, if you listen to previous episodes, you'll know that in March, my green savings challenge was uh, zero waste. So I was trying to experiment with five new zero waste techniques and to see which, if any of them, um, I wanted to kind of keep in my life. So I did manage to try five and they were, uh, number one, using regular dental floss, which we have gobs of from the dentist. This is in place of my um, little flosser. I don't use the disposable flossers, but I have one that has a handle, a plastic handle, and then you put on just the little flosser heads. But um, I tried going back to regular dental floss this month. I don't like it as much. It hurts my fingers and it feels very awkward, but I'm going to give it another month and see uh, how that feels. Number two, I switched from using cotton balls to a face cloth for makeup removal, and that's been pretty simple, a pretty simple swap. And then the third thing I did was to make some beeswax wrap to replace plastic wrap. And that have, that was a cool experiment. I had fun making it, and I'd like to make some more to um, give as gifts. I also found out for number four that I could buy Dr. Bonner's liquid soap in bulk at the natural food store that's just a few miles away. So that was super exciting because I didn't realize that they offered that. And um, and it ties right in with number five, which is that they also carry my favorite gunpowder green tea in bulk at that same store. So I guess it's true that what you tend to focus on, you tend to see and find um, because those things I'm sure were there for a long time and I just was never aware of them because I wasn't looking for them (laughs) in the past. So I love when those kind of serendipitous things happen. It's pretty cool. So that's all for this episode, guys. I hope you'll tune back in soon for episode five of season one. Remember, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Greener with Christina, and that's Christina with a C. I'm always happy to answer any questions or hear your thoughts um, on this show or ideas for future show topics. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be a little greener. <laughs>